it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello um hello hello and welcome back i am cookie and i'm your host gwow together we're cookie and gwow and this is a recap of the infamous legendary iconic mtv reality show jersey shore um, and this is season two, episode eight. Did you get the episode title? That episode's called All in the Family, which is a reference to how they're all hooking up with each other and also the mm-hmm. fact that there's a lot of family visitors this episode. There is a lot of in-family sex this season or hooking up. Yeah, because uh, Vinny and Sookie have already hooked up and we wake up. Well, this episode starts with them waking up mm-hmm. after Vinny and Angelina hooked up. It's a little ambiguous what that means. And they make it clear that they're going to keep it ambiguous. Um, I expected them to be a little more horrified, though. They kind of both were just like, "Eh, it happened, whatever. Um, I thought Vinny would be weird about it. I think Angelina, like, like she likes the attention. Mm -hmm. And Vinny, like, guys just want to get laid. And, like, guys aren't going to get made fun of for having sex. So, like, Vinny's fine. Mm -hmm. And I think Angelina, she's just basking in the attention. And you can see it on her face when she's sitting there like, I don't know. Are you going to say what you did? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Ah, we'll ask Vinny. And he comes in and she's like acting like she's embarrassed. But like, no, she's eating it the fuck up. And well, then her and uh, Snooki have a little kind of tension where <laughs> Snooki calls her a whore uh, and, mm-hmm. and kind of and kind of criticizes her for kind of dating this guy and not having sex with him, but then just hooking up with the roommate. And then she sort of subtly accuses Angelina of hooking up with Vinny specifically to make her jealous. Um, because they had hooked up earlier in the season. Do you think that's true? No, and I don't... The thing is, is, like, I don't think Snooki's actually jealous that's, that's, that Angelina went and hooked up with Vinny because I don't mm. think that Snooki cares that much about Vinny. No. I think she's more, like, annoyed that she has to share, like, her sloppy seconds now with Angelina and is more just, like, why is this a thing? Like, you did this just to, like, make me mad. And I think she's more just annoyed at Angelina and the fact that now they have, like, this thing in common. Mm. I don't think it even matters about Vinny. I don't, I definitely right. don't think she's jealous, which I think Angelina is afraid is going to happen. But I think she's more just, like annoyed that it's existing <laughs> if that makes sense well she so she's accusing uh angelina of trying to like setting out to make her jealous though do you think angelina was thinking that way at all no i think I... angelina just wants attention I, yeah. I don't think she's doing it to the girls because i don't think right. she cares about the girls she wants attention from men i think she wants attention from men but i i, I get the impression that she wants attention from the whole cast as well like i think she wants everybody to be like oh would you do i think she liked that part of you you were saying that a second ago i think yeah. she likes that part of it too not just yeah. the attention from vinny um so she got what she wanted listen and listen i don't fault her she she got laid and she got a little attention what do you what do you want that's all we all want <laughs> and the guys make uh, they make an, a point that's unfortunately true about angelina that i don't like that she reinforces this narrative of like, oh, when you treat a girl right and you bring her a present Mm. and you take her on dates, she wants nothing to do with you. You treat her like an asshole and you'll get laid, which, you know, is what Angelina did. You know, she blew off the quote unquote nice guy and fucked the guy who's been calling her the Staten Island dump. And (laughs) (laughs) who says the comment? I don't know if it's, it's either Mike or Vinny. And I forget if it's this episode or last episode, but who says the comment? I think it was Mike that uh, Angelina is like the Staten Island fairy. Everyone gets a ride and it's free. 
Oh my God. Listen, in Angelina's defense, and I don't normally defend her because she's, you know, she's Angelina, but in her defense, everybody's acting like she's with somebody she's claiming is the love of her life, but won't have sex with him and then hooks up with a random when neither of those things are true. They've only been dating mm-hmm. for a little while. She doesn't know him that well. Sure, he buys her gifts. Sure, he dresses nice when he sees her. But that doesn't mean they have a connection yet. They're just getting to know each other. Whereas Vinny, even though they're not the best of friends, they've known each other for a, a, a while at this point. They've, they've, they've spent a ton of time together. Whether they fight or not, is regardless, they have some type of a, a draw to each other. They irritate yep. each other. They bicker. They fight. They've got, there's, there's something there. We're talking, I, don't, I think it was last, last episode about how sometimes our brains will mix up hating somebody and being sexually attracted to them and so we want to yeah. fuck the people we hate and or are irritated by and so it's it's bizarre to treat it like she's just hooked up with some random nobody this is this is somebody she's had a back and forth with for a while now and they've got a ton of i don't know i feel like the the roommates are perceiving it in a weird way that i didn't agree with i agree there's a lot of double standards going on too because they really think that angelina needs to tell Jose they're like it's not right what you're doing you need to tell him they don't even know him first of all second of all where the fuck was this energy when it came to Ron yep like oh really Angelina has to go run and tell this guy she's known for less than two weeks that she fucked Vinny but y'all were dead ass silent when it came to Ron fuck or doing whatever the fuck he wanted at these bars and then coming Mm -hmm. home and getting in bed with Sammy a bit of a double standard it's messed up but all the kind of drama and tension does get interrupted because Vinny's mom calls and she's going to be coming over, which is oh, always Vinny's exciting. mom calls and producers absolutely stage it for Angelina to be the one who answers the phone. You think they did that on purpose? 110%. I think that was done on purpose. Oh God. Because how funny is that really where it's like, oh, you just woke up in bed with Vinny and now you're answering the phone right. and it's his mom. Like, of course, and nothing really comes of it. The, her mom just she's like oh well we're all just waking up so i'll go get give Vinny. me your best assumption what do you think Vinny's mom's relationship with with his sexuality is because i find that some moms are really weird about knowing their sons are having sex but some moms are all about like oh yeah my son's a stud which is both are bizarre and weird but which which which, which side do you think she is on that in terms of them being really close well They do have a very strange relationship. I actually wrote down Vinny and his mom clearly have issues, but it's still endearing. But I don't know which way it sways at this point because he's still kind of younger. So I don't know if that's like, uh, if she's gone into like, oh, my my son's a stud territory. But once he becomes a stripper and if you were a true fan like me and watched family reunion no i'm just kidding but if you did you would know that his mom is very about him being a stripper you just called me out wait sorry go ahead his mom is very about him being a stripper she's not about him like being so far away all the time but like he's very open about like the fact that he's got a show and she like no like it's it's kind of like she's proud ask like it's so i almost feel like it leans towards that side of like look at my son more so than the other way but that's that's based on their relationship today at this point i feel like he's too young and she's just like my baby you know yeah um well anyways back to his mom's visit they sort of surprise him he has a shift at, at the gelato shop and they show up there without him realizing it and also 
he did not realize that Uncle Nino was going to be there. I was so excited to have the first mention of Uncle Nino. And this was funny because last season they had mentioned like Vinny's family coming. And I was I was the first one to be like, is Uncle Nino there? Because he's so fucking funny. You can't understand anything he says. I don't if he was there, he wasn't like a focus. He wasn't pointed out. I can't remember. a point. I feel like this was his. I think that this was his premiere of Jersey Shore of like Uncle Nino being like his own entity. Okay. I mean, this whole day is just super fun because Uncle Nino is getting fucking wasted. Vinny's mom is cooking up a fucking storm. And they have this dinner that is actually an event. Like they are all in going through a physical event throughout the courses of this dinner, which require breaks and laying down in between plates of food. It's so intense. This is binge eating in the most beautiful way. They keep getting binge eating. That's exactly what it is. They really are. They they start with this giant plate of pasta, which they they themselves say could have been the meal on its own. Mm -hmm. And then they all go like take a nap, go lay down. They all lay down in their separate rooms, all in their own bed. Like it's fucking break time, bitches. (laughs) Like they really need to regroup and get their shit together before the next course, because the next course is also (laughs) big enough to be its own meal. And you see Ron like... Like really going through it, like sweating out. And even while they're eating, you see Ron like wiping his head. He's sweating. And as they're all taking breaks, Vinny's mom's frying up the chicken cutlets. She's making broccoli rob. She's got stuffed peppers. This is a foodie's dream. And you got to get all of it. So it's like a marathon. (laughs) Eating all this food. We talked about this last season and I'll say it again. I would kill to be at one of Vinny's mom's dinners oh yeah so goddamn good I wanted all of it bring on all the food bring on all the leftovers too because she's making tons of fucking food and then I think that the last course is even dessert so like she's really rounding it out it's it's amazing I will say I found it funny that a lot of the desserts of store-bought after all that cooking I mean I even I'm a cooker not a baker like I'm a chef Mm. I forget sometimes that they are very, very different skills for sure. They are. Make, and I, I personally am good at neither. I'm not a cook. <laughs> I'm not a cook or a baker. I burn and ruin everything. So don't eat at my house. We'll go, if, if we'll go out, we'll go. I'll make reservations. <laughs> well, after dinner, they have some hot tub time where uncle Nina really just steals the show. He's so fucking funny. And I think uh, Ronnie kind of makes a joke. Like this whole scene is creepy where it's like, Uncle Nino, Vinny, uh, they're in the hot. She's in, he's in the hot tub with Jenny and maybe Snooky too, and everyone else joins at some point. But Jenny walks out, and Jenny is like a walking wet dream to some men, you know, (laughs) like she's got these huge tits. She shows them off. And so he, and I think this is funny. Even the feminist in me thinks this is funny because he's not, he honestly doesn't say anything derogatory. He doesn't touch her. He doesn't do anything except be like, oh, wow, this is paradise. I'm in fucking paradise. This is amazing. This is amazing. Like he's just so (laughs) I think this could have been edited to make him look very creepy and very weird, but they did frame it in a way where it it wasn't so offensive because he was in the hot tub alone and they came to him. They presented themselves to him. And so, yeah, he was just kind of minding his business and enjoying the show that they were putting on for him. 
And he wasn't. I actually would argue that he's not creepy, which is why the girls played into it. Because you see Jay while laughing. She gives him a kiss on the cheek. It's not like he's pulling her onto his lap or like has his arm around or something. He's really just laughing and saying like, this is amazing. Which I, if I were Jenny, I would honestly be flattered, especially because he's not crossing the line. And he's just like man, you guys got this hot girl around. I would be like, fuck yeah, they do. Let me put yeah. on a bikini and really show you. Like, I respect this whole scene. I, I like it. It was very charming and very funny. Um, but there's a moment where sort of everybody gets into the tub. And so it's like jammed full of bodies. Yeah. I personally find to be gross. I hate hot tubs for that very reason. But Snooki <laughs> and Angelina start kind of like, hmm. We're fighting, but it's a joke, but it's not a joke because we actually are irritated with each other. These are fighting in front of her, bickering. Well, I think that like there there's obviously already tension and there's a beach ball being like hit around. And I think Angelina just hit it generally. But of course it hits Snooki and Snooki takes it personally. I think it's honestly just like an accident. But luckily they keep it kind of classy because Vinny's family's there. And Snooki's even like if his family wasn't here, I would beat the shit out of her. But I can't, so I'm just going to keep it classy. I think Vinny's family saved them from themselves a little bit. <laughs> yes. Which sometimes they need, you know, uh, when they're all in the house together. They bring out the worst in each other. So sometimes they, it was the same with um, Mike's sister, Melissa. Yeah. She sort of helped calm them down. I think when there's an outside, a third party, they kind of behave a little more. When it's just the eight of them, sometimes they bring out the worst in each other. And families, not, I mean, sisters sometimes are a little bit more like on your level. Like you could fight in front of someone's sibling, but like parents, they do. And uncles, you know, they're, they're trying to be a little bit more respectful. So it doesn't go too far yet. (laughs) Well, we'll talk about more. We should take a little break. Yes. Let's. Can't get enough of um, hello. Never. (laughs) Well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um, hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello. Um, hello. We're back. We are back. And next, um, I think you said Angelina is a lot in focus this season. And um, this whole thing with Jose, you know, we mentioned um, the brief moment of the watch, but there's a lot of Angelina and Jose. This uh, this is clearly a plot line. And because she's nervous about the guys kind of like spilling the fact that she hooked up with Vinny, she just cancels on him completely. Well, and Mike has been picking on her and 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 is making it clear that he's going to tell him. Um, and so she calls Jose and says, she, she kind of lies. She says she's not going out, but she does go out just without him, which right. could have blown up in her face even bigger because what if one of his friends or something was out? Like that's his stomping ground. He lives in Miami. So what if yeah. he had found out that could have been a bigger thing? I mean, I guess she could have played it off like, oh, I changed my mind and I don't know. But yeah. I agree. It's it's kind of stupid. I also wonder if she cancels because she wants like a chance to hook up with Vinny again. You think? Oh, I, mm, I could. So, it's a possibility. 
do you think that she has, I, we've talked about this, but I want to, do you think she's like in this moment, does she still have a crush on Vinny? Does she want to be with him again? Do you think? I think to this day. To like to 2022. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, because even in the and sorry that I'm always talking about the family reunion show, okay. but like this is where they are today. And yeah. in those seasons, the tension between Vinny and Angelina is exactly the same as it is in this season that we're recapping right now, where they they're not like hooking up, obviously, in like real time day. Um, but they do have that like bicker at each other tension. Sometimes it crosses over into flirting and you can't mm -hmm. tell if they genuinely hate each other or if they just like really need to fuck. And <laughs> I feel like it's very remin it's very parallel to what their dynamic is like in this season, except the yeah. fact that they're not fucking right now. Or maybe they are, and it's just not making it on camera. Who knows? Well, in Angelina's defense, Vinny has aged like wine. He's he looks better <laughs> now. He looks better now than ever. So I would still have a crush on him too if I lived in a house with him. Um, well, and, he Vinny he does his thing when they go out, which I think I don't know. They don't really get like Angelina's reaction, honestly. But Mike, for whatever reason, decides he needs to be an asshole to Vinny, and they like yeah each other's girl in a way that I kind of didn't understand. Like I don't know who she was originally talking so, to and why she ended up with Mike. I, I rewound because I was so confused and I think okay, I good. figured out what happened. I think I know what happened. So Mike and Polly found two girls who were like down to fuck, but they weren't that interested in. So they said, these two girls, we're going to let them go on their way. They're going to be a backup girls. If we find better girls that are down to fuck, we'll take them home. But if all those fellas, we'll find these two again. Because okay. we know they're down to fuck, right? Yeah. So Mike and Polly let them go off on their own to do their thing. Vinny swooped in and got one of them and was flirting with her and talking to her. And so Mike was like, oh, no, 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 no. That was my girl. I don't want you to have her because I was going to have her. And then he took her back and was like all over her and kissing her and being obnoxious and looking back at Vinny all smug-like. Even so in, the, in the club, like... It was so aggressive, though, that I'm yeah. like, how uncomfortable was this girl? Like, he's like, pull, like pushing her hands onto the wall and like holding her against the wall. And she's like, where did Vinny go? And he's like, doesn't matter. You're with me now. What do you what? And she even says, like, I was talking to him first, which is why I got confused. Like, who like like who stole who from who? That's why I was like confused. But she does, for whatever reason, end up hanging with Mike for the rest of the night. And Mike, this is Mike's villain moment. It was yeah. just weird the way you, like you said, he was aggressively pitting her up against the wall. But as he was doing so, he was looking over his shoulder and almost winked at Vinny. Like it was very smug. It was very, look at me, look what I'm doing. This is for you. He he was just specifically trying to piss Vinny off in that moment, which why they, they didn't have like beef or fought at all. This I don't, I didn't get where that came from. Yeah. Like, like of all the guys, why are you intimidated by Vinny? Like it's just he's like not this, even trying to compete. With it's you. like this like, macho competitive thing came out in him for some reason. Maybe because he knew he couldn't compete with, with Polly. Oh, maybe. Do you think Mike was insecure around Polly? I think he just knew that girls liked Polly more than they liked him. Oh. I mean, I, I feel like that it's kind of seen like that hierarchy where Polly, they like they make a joke like Polly gets girls like it's not yeah. super easy they even like last season they were like if Polly can't get a girl then there's no hope right. for the rest of us like so they definitely hold him like okay girls really like Polly I think from there Vinny doesn't brag about getting girls but every once in a while he like does mm -hmm. whereas situation brags about getting girls and in the same vein every once in a while actually does and mm -hmm. so I think he 
doesn't want to compete with Polly because he knows he'll lose. Mm. And so somehow he's created this dynamic with Vinny out of, I think, fucking nowhere. But that's yeah. why I think that happens. And I don't think Vinny is trying to compete. I think he just gets annoyed because he's like, OK, Mike, like, what the fuck ever? Yeah, exactly. Vinny's energy was like, OK, you can right. have her, I guess. Like, like, like Vinny, all right, man. Vinny is definitely not in the state when spoken. It's a one sided competition on Mike's part. Um, well, karma all comes back in Mike's face eventually in the way that this plays out. So I feel like that that's a good balance of. Well, it's, fu <laughs> it's funny be. because at the beginning of that club night, Mike and Polly were having a conversation about, OK, these two are definitely down to fuck. So there, there are backups. They ended up right. going home with those girls who they thought were their surefire down to fuck girls. Right. Meanwhile, neither of them wanted to fuck and both revealed they have boyfriends. Yeah, well, they both say they have boyfriends, but they also went back to this house, got into these guys' sweatpants and got into each of their beds. And I feel like if situation hadn't been so aggressive with that girl and like you see him being aggressive in just the way that they're being playful like mm -hmm. he he's like has her on top of him and they're like messing around and like that's not what i think drove her off i think that because he was being that aggressive when they went under the covers he just like went for it and mm -hmm. she was like whoa 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 because she kind of like all of a sudden like flips the covers up and it's like yeah okay i'm done here i actually yeah I, i'm done and i think that's why i think that like if they had gone under and just started making out and he hadn't pushed anything else she probably would have stayed all night right yeah what was he was like on one that night because you're right he was being super aggressive in the club and then they got back and him and polly were sort of you know hooking up in the same room and Polly was even Polly pointed it out like he was just being he was doing too much. He was flipping her and moving her and getting on top of her. And it was very like it made me uncomfortable to watch. So I could see how she kind of got the ick at some point. But I wonder what he was on one that night. Something maybe something, something was to happen off camera that got him in a weird mood because he was not acting right. Do you think this is when they started doing cocaine? I bet because I think it was right around that. I think it was right around that mid. I think it was right around Miami season three uh, back in Jersey. I think that was around the time when he started. So maybe I'll have to start kind of watching more for it because I've seen a couple clips on TikTok and they're not from the seasons we're recapping yet, which is why I don't think that there's really much drugs, if any, in season one, or at least I didn't get that although i'm not totally sure mm -hmm. i'm not sure about season two that we're recapping now but in like i said another tiktoks that i've seen there are kind of some hints that cocaine or something else was going up their nose like there's a lot of nose hit like a little grubbing yes and that yeah. like push on the nose is happening a lot. And I feel like there's a couple scenes where you can kind of see Angelina and Mike handing something back and forth to each other, but you can't see what it is. It's actually off camera. Like you just see the ends of their arms. And I think that could partially explain some of the erratic behavior that we see, yeah. but I don't know if this is like the beginning of that or not. It could be. And you know, we've, we've talked to a few times about these little Reddit producer AMAs yeah. and stuff um and I think it seems like there was a point where and maybe it's because they were so famous at that point they were able to get away with it but it seems like there was a point where they were kind of just doing drugs out in the open in front of the cameras just expecting it to not make the cut yeah. um and I I wonder like I wonder what role does production have in that letting it get to become a problem because it did become a problem for Mike and maybe even some of the rest of them off camera so I wonder if production has any obligation to not allow them to do drugs out in the open like that 
Well, I think that their mentality is very like, we are going to be hands off. We're not telling them to do it. We're going to pretend like we don't like, we're just going to edit around it. And we're not going to like have, like, we're just going to let it go because when they're in Miami, when they're in Seaside, they have access to people that can get them whatever they want. Whatever season, maybe four that they go to Italy, they don't have access to drugs there. Mm. And you start to see like they their behavior changes right. and it gets it's a really dark season. Honestly, mm. I'm not like super stoked when we get to that one. Same. But I think part of it is because they're so like they're where they are in their life is like not great and their relationship with drugs is not great and then all of a sudden they just don't have access to them and they're stuck in a house and they're back mm -hmm. in these high pressure environments and so i think that the role the producers play like to answer your question so i went off on my own tangent there but mm -hmm. like the role the producers play i think is just hands off because yeah. it's if they were hands on they would have had drugs in italy to just keep things consistent yeah. and if they were also like policing them they wouldn't have clearly been openly doing drugs you know well that's because I, I feel like in the in the mid to late seasons they were so famous and worth so much money I mean having them all together in the season was very lucrative for MTV to have yep. them to have any one of them at that time especially like season two three four to have them say well fuck you I'm not doing it then would have been very detrimental and so I I just wonder like what was their relationship with the cast where at what point did they could they say no or were they afraid to say no just i don't know i i don't even know what that was like behind the scenes but it must have been a weird environment yep um but anyways to get back to this moment it, bringing this, it back to saying no this scene ends interestingly so after the girls leave after mike was a little aggressive well, yeah because um, they say we're done and if the one girl's out they're both out and they yeah. leave and it's like 6 a.m but mike and polly decide they're still not they still want a girl in bed with them so they <laughs> mike starts going despite his... it being the literal next day well yeah the sun is out at this point once the sun is out baby just go to bed just go right. to bed but uh, mike calls his entire phone book and not one person answers this goes back to what we were saying about polly being in another league because the first person <laughs> polly calls answers <laughs> and i don't know if that was producer or what but the fact that they edited like your call has been forwarded your call has been forwarded your call has been forwarded and then every time mike picking up the phone trying again i was like this is so fucking funny and then cut to paul gets an answer right away and she is also down. She agrees to come. Um, she says she's going to come with a friend for Mike, but she actually comes alone and says, all my friends are grenades. Hilarious. That's a weird thing to say about your friends because they like, they're going to see that. <laughs> I think that that was her excuse for them to not yeah. be mad that she didn't bring anybody yeah. because A, it's 6 a.m. So she probably didn't even try to bring anybody else. Yeah, yeah. And also, even if she did, probably nobody wanted to go. And she was just like, oh, all my friends are grenades, but I'm here. And her and Polly, they get it on. And what's I, this is so college because Mike just goes, makes a sandwich. There's a whole house he could be in right now, but he chooses to sit in the other bed and watch and participate almost. Oh, no, he's like uh, actively watching. He's like, like y'all want a bite of the sandwich? He's enjoying this show. None of them are shy about it. They're all there to fuck and that's it. It's a part of living with somebody. Like you yeah. hear those very intimate things. I mean, my roommate here is my girlfriend and I have sex all the time. <laughs> Well, I think that's the perfect way to take a break. Perfect. So we'll be back. Hey, G-Well. Hey, Cookie. Do you like electro pop music? Of course. 
Well, I love electro pop music, which is why I make it. <laughs> so I'm going to play a song for you right now. And if you like what you hear, make sure to check me out. You can find all the links on my social medias. I'm available at Angel Iconic Music. We're heading through a wormhole, baby. You better run, we're coming to Earth. And if we like it there, then we might stay. You're a world that has more than you deserve. Um, hello? Um, hello! Oh, hey there. We're back. We are back. So, well, so the next part of this episode, they go to the beach again, which is kind of quick, but it's more beach than we've seen in all of Seaside, really. Oh, yeah. they There, there definitely is more beach because I think last season they went like once at the very end. This one you see little, they pop in here and there, uh, which makes sense because I feel like the <laughs> Miami. Do you think has... this comes from commentary of them being like, nobody went to the beach? No, I feel like it's because is Miami's beach a little better. They're fa- I mean, their beach is very oh. famous. Uh, I mean, a beach, a beach is a beach. Probably, I mean, yes, I disagree. it's still the Atlantic. I disagree. I'm so sorry. As a West Coast baby, I think West Coast has the best beaches, but that, that doesn't have anything to do with Jersey Shore, but I'm sorry. I Tell- have never met a beach I didn't like. I have, but I'm, I'm like an old miserable fuck, so. Or you just have higher me. standards than me. I'm sorry, but other than the fact that our water is green and filthy and polluted, the actual sandy beach part of it is brilliant. The water is gross, but but I really do think our beaches, like outside of the water, are some of the best in the country. In the country, because I was going to say, I'm pretty the sure country. the best beaches are not in America. Oh, yeah, I guess technically Hawaii is a state. So if you include Hawaii, I guess mainland, mainland California is domestic. <laughs> mainland well um, anyway the beach trip is short-lived and then oh surprise sure. they're going out again <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of beach going out sex fight beach go out sex fight that's mm-hmm. the that's the, that's, the, that's the formula that's the formula for this season um mike is not stopping threatening angelina to tell the guy and he's and it's like playing- stop because i don't need angelina to get this much screen time well and he's playing like he's kind of joking but i don't think he's joking i think and and when they're no, he's out later, definitely not joking. Well, when they're out later, he says he he literally walks up. This is this is very season one Mike behavior. Yeah, this is behavior I haven't seen from Mike this whole season until this episode. And I'm like, there he is. There's the old. Do, have you seen that episode? Or did, did you watch Drag Race? Right. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one bit on All Stars One where Chad Michaels goes, "Just when I thought Mimi turned an old leaf, guess who comes back? The old Mimi." Yeah. That's how I felt this moment. Here comes the old Mike. He walks up to them, just minding their own business, and tells Jose, I think Angelina has something to tell you. And then walks away. He actually, what he says is, I have something to tell you if she doesn't. Is that what he said? Oh, I didn't. Which is fucked up because it's like, where the fuck was this energy with Ron, y'all? Like, not Mm. to even defend Angelina, but it's like, why do you care so much that this guy you don't even know knows what she did, but none of y'all cared if Sammy knew? Like, I just hate that. And it is very villainous of Mike to antagonize so aggressively. It's very season one, Mike, the, uh, like, obnoxious troll behavior. And it fucking works because Jose's like, no, I know something's up. Like, what? The, what is it? And finally, Angelina says, I hooked up with Vinny. And they go, like, leave the club to talk about it, I guess. And because she used the phrase hooked up, 
he kind of thinks they just made out and she gets a little bit off scot-free too just like she, they said ron did she fully admits in confessional he he doesn't realize that we have different definitions of hooked up and i'm mm-hmm. not gonna i'm gonna let it stay that way yeah and hooked up is an ambiguous term it can kind of mean anything so it was a good tactic on her end i guess so they're they're low-key okay and everybody ends up at tantra this is i don't know like what their uh i thought bed was their new karma but maybe after the note <laughs> they like decide they need to stay away from they bed. ptsd from bed right <laughs> the first night at bed. maybe it's just the first night at bed and that was the first it. night at bed the first night at bed um so Vinny and polly both on the same night they meet women who they feel are like heaven sent i don't remember their exact words but they both they they found special girls that they they don't want to hook up with they want to go on a date with and it's so funny because and i saved this on purpose earlier in this episode you said something about Vinny being the one who a little bit more like wants to find somebody mm-hmm. and until you said that i looked at this and now i'm rethinking my thought but i looked at this as Vinny, I think, looks up to Polly, not just as a friend, but as somebody who's like a little older than him. And I think when Polly found somebody that he I don't think Polly was looking for anything. I think he just found somebody that he genuinely was Mm -hmm. like, oh, I really like you more than just taking you home for a night. I want to take you on a date. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is Vinny just trying to be tied down because Polly is trying to be tied down? But you saw it as more genuine, I think, than I did without, you know, thinking about it as like Vinny's whole mindset am I making sense yeah yeah oh yeah I, I but my person because my perception of and you might be right actually because if you look at Vinny's life now I, I he doesn't seem to have that like domestic life so maybe my perception is wrong but what I got was that I think you know he grew up with like his parents and having a really close relationship with his mom so I think I, I feel like his mentality, at least at this point in season two, but like mm-hmm. his mentality is that eventually he wants to find the special one who he can settle down with. And he's, he's willing to have fun and hook up in the meantime, but it is his goal eventually to find that person. And this yeah. is the first moment on the show where we see he, he feels like maybe he found somebody that could be that. He sees someone that he's just drawn to in a very specific way. He says, I think I found my wife. And is she, she's a dancer at the club? Like she's on a thing. Is she like a go-go dancer kind of girl? Yeah. And that's such like a weird thing that he's acting like, oh, I think she's the one. They didn't speak a word. He's just looking at her. He just sees, he's, she's just beautiful. That's <laughs> why I maybe got the perception of like, he's just trying to be where Polly is. I think that's where I got that mindset. Mm. But in either way, regardless of right. how they both end up there, they both kind of have this, thought of like oh this girl is different i want to treat her different and they so, both say we could bring her home to mom and yeah. i was watching this with my girlfriend and she was like why are these guys so obsessed with their moms <laughs> <laughs> the, the next day they spend the whole day preparing for these dates they go out and uh, Vinny buys a little outfit and they well go they call flowers. the girls first mm-hmm. they individually call the girls first and they set up these dates right and it's proper it's not like hey want to meet me at the club like they want to take them on nice dates so that's why all this preparation gets this is what i didn't understand were they planning a double date or were they planning two individual dates on the same night i couldn't get that i think that is up for discretion because they both don't end up with dates so i'm not sure i'm actually not sure 
either way, it's very charming that they're going out of their way to really impress these these women and to really make a good impression with the flowers and everything, which I find to the be- haircuts, the haircuts, it's the it's new outfits. Of, it's very they go charming. All out. And it we're is. seeing them. We're seeing them in a different light than we're used to. We're used to like, oh, we're going to smush. Oh, find a girl who's down to fuck the, the you know, their behavior shifted pretty drastically in this episode and devastatingly the the girl calls Vinny and says she can't go yeah and I think that she was being nice when she said yes the first time because like he kind of like problematically guilts her into it the first time even like Mm -hmm. when he calls her he's like Oh, my friend Polly. And hilariously, he goes, you know, my friend Polly, the one with the spiky hair, he's <laughs> going on a date and I need somebody to be my sympathy date. Will you come? And it's not like, which is so weird because it's not like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? It's like, mm-hmm. feel bad for me. And so when she calls back, she's really awkward because she definitely feels uncomfortable. And what I found interesting is she doesn't make an excuse. She kind of lets him know, I just, I don't want to go. She doesn't really say, oh, something came up. He's just like, he literally asked, do you not want to go? And she goes, yeah. So she, she said, admitted, no, sorry. this was weird. She admitted, I just don't want to go. There wasn't even an excuse. And yet he sort of begs her, which is a little- First he gets pissed and he like, hangs up like he's like okay no problem slam and they slam in the doors he gets all pissed but then he calls her back and guilts her into saying she doesn't even say yes he calls her back and he clearly makes her uncomfortable because he's like please pretty please and he's being super weird and she doesn't say yes she says all right well i'll see you and he's like does that mean you're coming and she just kind of laughs and like leaves it where i think i heard that when she when i heard okay i'll see you i thought that was her way of like hanging up the phone not saying okay and he starts like dancing and saying he's so excited but i was like i don't really think she agreed at that point like that that didn't sound like an agreement to me yeah he's all excited like the date's back on he gets dressed he gets his flowers ready and then uh, what does she call back? I, I, I forget. Does she call back? No, and... he tries. He waits for her for a while and then oh, yeah. he calls her and there's just no answer. She She's ghosting at this point. But Polly's date is cute. He brings her the flowers. She makes fun of his accent when they're on the date, which was super fun. She's also gorgeous. Super pretty. Mm-hmm. It sucks because you feel bad for Vinny, obviously, because this girl who he thinks is going to be his wife wants like nothing to do with him, which is fair. They've hardly even had a conversation, but it does suck when you see it contrasted with how well Polly's date seems to have gone. I have to say, I mean, Vinny, he looked a little pathetic in this episode and a little immature. Yeah, especially with the begging and stuff. Yeah. It's like, come ne- on, dude. Let me say something. Never, ever, 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 not once, never beg somebody to go on a date with you. Do To do not. anything. To do anything, yeah. But like, don't, especially if it's someone you don't know. If you ask someone you barely know on a date because you think they're attractive and they say no, you say, great, thank you, goodbye. And you do know what? Being on beg. the other side of that, even with, with your friends, like being on the other side of that, I hate it when like, my friends ask me to do something. I say no. And then they ask me seven more times because Mm -hmm. I'm a Libra. So I'm a people pleaser and I have a lot of guilt with letting people down. Mm -hmm. And so then it's hard enough for me to say no the first time. So then when you're like, please come on, what about this? What about this? I'm like, I already said no once. Why do I have to keep doing this? You're making this so much harder than me. And in the end, if you get what you want, all you've done is made them give up what they want. And that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Vinny, I do feel bad, but it's a problem. Trust people's first response. If somebody says no, don't assume they really want you and they're just, just assume they don't want you. They said no. Um, but, you know, he's very young at this moment. I think he's like 22. So he hasn't maybe learned those lessons yet. Um, and he's learning them on TV, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, but fortunate for us because it's good TV. <laughs> And fortunate for us because he brings us the magic that is Uncle Nino. And I pulled yes. just one Uncle Nino. I'm not sure if it's a joke or a direct quote or what, because he says this in the confessional. And part of the charm of Uncle Nino is that you kind of can't understand what he's saying because yeah. he has a very thick New York Italian accent coupled mm-hmm. with speaking in cursive coupled with being kind of fucked up maybe drunk all the time Mm -hmm. so his sentences often come out like this (laughs) and you're like what um this had subtitles so that's how i got this written down there you go so this is is this our first one to not have dialogue it's just one line it's just a monologue (laughs) <laughs> I don't I don't want to do I don't want to do it I'm not gonna lie to you let me okay okay if you don't want to do it I can just do it <laughs> okay this is like a yelling thing so if you're listening you might want to preemptively turn things down a little bit okay <clears throat> I went to the doctor he told me you gotta stop drinking stop doing drugs stop having sex you know what I did I switched fucking doctors yes <laughs> and see. that was beautiful well, listen, that was a good one. Hell yeah. I'm so excited about this season because now we're a little bit more than halfway through, but like there's still tons more and it's Miami, baby. Well, um, goodbye. Um, hello? No, I'm goodbye. Um, goodbye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um, hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Libregina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.